0: Hi everyone, this is your host, Kate Connick. Welcome to Connect with Kate, a place to learn, build, and grow together as a community. This is a holistic, all-encompassing show on self-help, self-love, and how to better your being to become the happiest version of you. Together, let's unite, discover, inspire, and most importantly, connect.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of Connect with Kate. My name is Harry Connick, Jr., and normally I'm listening to Kate do the interviewing, but today I'm going to be doing the interviewing. I'm sitting in Kate's chair, and I'm sitting across from this amazing woman who, who has allowed me the privilege of taking the reins for this episode and I'm really excited. I'm a little intimidated as I often am around incredible women. Kate how are you?
0: I'm doing well thank you.
1: What's the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning because when I think about you, you have a completely different outlook on the world than er anyone I've ever met and I, I just wanna pick your brain a little bit. When 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 you first sort of gain consciousness after a good night's sleep, what pops into your head?
0: I usually start thinking about what my morning is gonna consist of and I mean because I'm so work driven, I I love my job, I you know, have all these thoughts crowding my head immediately about work.
1: As soon as you get up?
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of immediate, um, like what I have to do but when i kind of you know move on and away from those thoughts i think about my morning routine and I, I look forward to that because i think it's a really sacred part of my day in in a ritual that um, i i really enjoy what
1: what does the routine consist of cuz this is something i'm not privy to yeah. like i you know i see you when you come out of your room yeah. but from the time you wake up to the time you come out of your room what is it what is there an hour or 15 minutes or
0: yeah, it's it's typically 30 minutes, but if I wake up early enough, I, you know, it could go in t- all the way up until an hour. An hour? Yeah, definitely, because um, it, I think it's really important to use that time to tune in with myself. And I, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm a morning person or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I'm really trying to figure it out. But what I do know is that when I wake up early, I am really enjoying that time. So I'll... Do a combination of things. I'll I'll start my day with some yoga. I really like to move my body around. I'll journal. I think that's really important, especially after a night's sleep, to kind of see you know where my head's at. In
1: the in the morning, you'll journal.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: But what do you what what is there to write about early in the morning as opposed to at the end of the day when you've had. collection of experiences
0: well I really have been getting into dream work and okay hold on a second (laughs) oh I'd like to introduce
1: myself (laughs) Uh, I'm your dad what are you talking what dream work
0: I'm really fascinated by our dreams because what I've learned is that we're especially with nightmares we're shedding anxieties okay and so if I'm able to journal that I can confront certain things or even messages, um, which is the same with with meditation. It's really getting into that subconscious space.
1: OK, my, my, my seriously, my mind is reeling with questions. <laughs> so I let's put a pin. Well, I
0: usually wake up really late because it is quarantine. I mean, it sounds like my mornings are perfect, but I I recently have been waking up later because you know, it is a, a different time and I'm getting used to this.
1: Well, this that, I mean, that's okay. I mean, you're, you're talking about your, your ideal morning and, and that's kind of what I'm, what I'm getting right. at, but let's put a pin in the, in the DreamWorks thing. Cause I want to, I want to come back to that. Do you find that creativity takes away from your ability to concentrate in the morning? In other words, if you have this burst of creative energy in the morning, or if you went to bed with an idea of, okay, I want to do this, this, and this tomorrow. Do you feel like slowing down to meditate before you start that is difficult? Is it difficult to relax your mind before you crank it into high gear?
0: Yeah, I really like that question. And I think the earlier I wake up is the better because I'm more out of it. So it takes me a longer time to really, I mean, there's definitely what I have to do that comes to mind. And but I mean, before bed, I'll I'll write down a list of of things that I have to do so that I'll remember it, or even an idea. I'm I typically go on my phone and I go to my notes. Um, but no, creatively speaking, I don't think you know it. It impedes me from when I when I meditate in the morning. I think there's nothing but good things that come out of it, and I, I think that those thoughts are still there, and I can go back to them. I mean, if something does come up i'll write it down so that i don't forget it but i think meditation at any point in the day is is one of the best things especially i mean at night it's great as well because it'll help you sleep better in my opinion but in the morning i think it's really good to shut your brain off and kind of connect with spirit guides or you know your higher self or, or god
1: that's 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 really interesting. Um, when I was, you're 22, right? Mm-hmm. When, when, when I was around, around your age, I was in Australia once, and I remember being on the beach in Perth, and it was about noon on a Sunday, and there were a gazillion kids out on the beach. And then I decided to go to church because it was a church on, on the beach or not far from the beach, and I went in. The church was packed with those kids in board shorts, zinc on their nose, they wow. had stopped surfing and went in to go to church. And it, it really struck me because I thought that, the, you know, they're not thinking of church as a chore, mm. they're thinking of it as, as a way to gain something that will ultimately benefit them. It's not like, oh, I got to quit surfing. And it's just the same reason I asked you that. Because for me, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I got to get right to work. It's, right. I, you're someone I can learn from because you're saying that your creative thoughts are not going to stop. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, you're, you're just putting yourself in a better frame of mind.
0: Right. And if you're worried about them going anywhere, write it down. You write know, it down. A quick note. You don't mm-hmm. have to really get into it. But I go off of intuition and feeling you know as I get older and I become more spiritual I go off of how certain things make me feel so what I used to do was go on Instagram immediately and scroll through my feed but that didn't make me feel good right you know so if I'm starting my day with a morning routine and that's making me feel good and motivated and inspired then I think that's really only the best way to start your day. Then
1: why do you you think we do it? Me included. Like, why do you scroll through your Instagram feed? You know, why do we do it if it doesn't feel good?
0: I think that's, you know, the instant dopamine. And it's just like self-medication. Totally. I think we want to feel good and we want to feel, I guess, I, I don't know. We psychology goes into it. I mean, I don't know exactly how the brain works but i think we all are aware that it makes us feel good and i mean what better time to do that when you're starting your day when you're feeling you know uncertain of what the day has to bring we never know what every day you know what's going to happen every day so i think in the morning knowing that okay well people like my photo people think i look good or you know what we're using social media for it's a really prominent time i guess for people to want to feel better about themselves
1: and conversely do you feel bad when you see something negative
0: yeah definitely i mean in terms of social media when i see something like if
1: somebody posted something that was derogatory Mm -hmm. would that adversely affect your day just as something good would positively affect your day or at least that moment
0: well i think in terms of people posting things in in a derogatory regard I I think that affects me less than it does I I mean I don't see that as much as I you know feel bad about seeing someone who's really really successful in something that I I question you know and especially in our day and age with Instagram models and and it's easy for someone my age to to see that and, and wonder why you know that's getting so many likes and it makes me Question things so um, I don't know where I'm really going with this but no no
1: it it makes sense and what what I'm really wondering is do you think ignorance is bliss in other words if you don't look at any social feeds regarding yourself the news do you feel you can be more productive without having any of those thoughts positive or negative kind of nagging at you
0: yeah I definitely think overall less social media is better I think balance is really important. And um, if I if I were to focus more on one task at hand and really separate, you know, from going on to Instagram all the time, I, I think ignorance is bliss is, is, you know, the way to go. I mm-hmm. think the less distractions you have, the better. And that's something you taught me too, you know, while every second you're spending on Instagram, someone else is getting ahead. And, and right. you know, I think that's a really good lesson for, for all ages
1: yeah and and getting ahead I think for yourself I mean it's not like a competition with someone else because ultimately I don't feel like I'm competing with anyone and I don't think you do either mm-hmm. but yeah I just think it's noise totally I don't think we need the background noise yeah and and I you know I watch you and I think you're I think you're pretty good at that at kind of kind of tuning that out in fact I think you're amazing at um Direction and, and and directive, and 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 charting your own path. You've always you've always been like that. I tell a story to you all the time. Eight B C, mm-hmm. when you were about three, you took some sidewalk chalk, and you wrote the number eight, and then the letter B, and then the uh, letter C. And I said, Kate, what are you doing? And you said, It's a new game. Mm-hmm. It's called Eight B C. <laughs> and I said, I don't understand. You said, Well, eight sounds like A, so why can't we just put eight? in front of it, and make it 8 BC, and I'm, I, I just, you know, it, it was fascinating to me, just like the time I said, when you were about the same age, Kate, can you count from 1 to 10, and you did, and then I said, can you count from 1 to 10 backwards, and you turned around, <laughs> and you counted from 1 <laughs> to 10, like, the, these are the things, the, the seeds that grow into this incredible person. Okay. Okay. Back to to DreamWorks, because I didn't know that you were really into this. Do do you find that dreams occur as a result of a lack of sleep, a diet, or are they just random things? Do you have vivid dreams, frequent dreams?
0: Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, every night is different for me. I don't have... Recurring dreams often when I do have recurring dreams I love them because I really try and figure out what that is and I've really do you
1: have one. Do you have one you can share?
0: Oh, totally. Well, there's this one town I keep seeing um, And I just feel so happy when I'm in it because I know every single restaurant in it there's coffee shops and just every single place is magic and no matter which place I go into it's just a dream.
1: Do you do you have any idea where it is?
0: No, I mean it's not a real.
1: But does it place. feel like a place you've been before?
0: I mean, it could be a combination of my favorite places. Which which um, are what? Oh man, I mean I top 3. I mean, this isn't based off of the dream, but in general, my favorite places I feel so connected to Morocco given our family history, and, and the people there are just so beautiful and, and genuine. Um, For our
1: listeners who may not know, Kate's mm-hmm. grandma and grandpa, my mother and father, met and got married in Morocco. We've been twice.
0: Yeah, right? twice.
1: Yeah, and so that's what that connection is. Okay, so you love Morocco. Where else? I
0: love else? Morocco. Um, let's see. Oh, one of my favorite experiences was going to uh, Joshua Tree in California.
1: What, what made that so great?
0: Um, well, I felt a calling to go there, and then one of my friends invited me. Hold on,
1: hold on. What do you mean a calling?
0: Um, I just these these things kind of come to mind, and it feels right. Going back to intuition. And but why? I mean, so so things so, always so, pop in my head. So, but like, why
1: Joshua Tree? I mean, had you mm-hmm. had you read about it? Did you, had you I, ha-
0: I heard about it, and I knew it was um, outside of L.A. and it was a beautiful place in terms of of being with nature and that's something i've always felt called to um given that you know i grew up outside of new york city it's been great having you know the city right there but i'm i'm much happier i think when i'm really with nature right from what i've heard i also was destined to find joshua's tree i wanted to go
1: (laughs) (laughs) so the uh, i'm sorry i didn't
0: find it but you never saw it there, I don't think there is a tree. Oh, is that right? I was right? just looking for it. Um
1: Well, sometimes it's about the journey, right?
0: Yeah. So I ended up going, but I'll never forget. I was looking out at the stars, and they've never been that – I mean, the sky's never been that clear. And, oh, my gosh, it was unbelievable. And just, like, laying down and being in the grass or earth or whatever, the dirt, and, and looking up and, and seeing that. And it, and it brought me back to a time in my childhood when I – Went on a trip with um with my school and um it was in Nantucket and we were looking up at the stars and um and yeah I mean anytime I feel childlike I mean I, I just feel so happy so that was a really cool opportunity.
1: Okay, so it's it's the um sort of exotic feel of Morocco, the peaceful feel of Joshua Tree. I'm just. I'm, mm-hmm putting it into a word just to, and, and then where would the third place be
0: third place um man there's so many I'm trying to think
1: is it a beachy
0: oh south africa of south course, africa of course what, what was it about
1: south africa
0: um again the people there um just like you know morocco something about africa i, I really feel so connected um and it, it was so different obviously than morocco and that's why it's such a you know, interesting continent. Africa. Do you have, do
1: you feel culture shock when you go to these places? Because Morocco and South Africa are about as far away from Connecticut as you can get unless you go to Asia.
0: Yeah, I definitely get anxiety when I'm traveling um, anywhere that's far away. I'm, I'm definitely a homebody and I, I get, you know, culture shock. But every time I go to a new place, it's it's magic because it's, you know, it, it forms new ideas and just meeting new people. I just, I thrive off of, you know, connecting with, with all kinds of people. So it's
1: the, it's the people.
0: It's the people, you know, the food is good, except for the Mupami worm we had.
1: <laughs> you had, <laughs> I oh, I had. had, did you have one? I, maybe I did. Yeah. So, so when I'm gathering from this is, is that it's about people more than places. Definitely. So in I
0: still talk with, um, Nora and Hin from, from Morocco, Morocco who were, yeah.
1: That's amazing. What? What? Okay, so this this came as a result of a question about dreams. In this recurring dream that you have, are there people in the dream just kind of buzzing around doing their own thing? Are you alone?
0: Yeah, there's definitely people. Um, you know, you guys appear in it. My my family, for sure. Um, really, we're oh, in it. Yeah. Oh, many dreams. In in yeah. a
1: cafe or
0: um different. Different different settings, you know, just it, it depends, I, I guess. Um, but we're,
1: that's interesting that we're in the dream.
0: Yeah, you guys for sure. And then um, some people, I think it's like a combined person, mm-hmm. like combined souls. I don't know exactly who it is. Um, sometimes great, you know, combinations.
1: And, and and you feel a sense of familiarity when you, when you revisit that dream because yeah. you, you know that place.
0: Definitely. And I have been able to control my Dreams. I think it's stop right there what are you talking about <laughs> what well, lucid dreaming right where you're able to control. I cannot control my I know I, I I've cracked the code no I haven't cracked the code but I'm I'm sometimes able to do it
1: give me an example of controlling your dream I need to
0: where you choose what's going to happen next well, this is, is like an episode so... of black mirror <laughs> I mean people do it I think it's called lucid dreaming but
1: I, I always thought lucid dreaming was having a really vivid dream that mm-hmm. you wake up and say, oh my gosh, that felt so real.
0: I think I think it's where you're able, I could be wrong, where you're able to control your dream. Really? And it's not every night, but yeah, definitely. What
1: about a nightmare? Can you control that? If you're having a nightmare, can you flip it?
0: Typically, I can't, no, I can't flip. What's it? What's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I don't think I can control Do you dream that. every night? No, but the more spiritual I've become, the more dreams I've had.
1: Okay, when you say spiritual, what do you mean? Because that's that's a word that gets thrown around Mm -hmm. a lot. I mean, words like universe, spiritual, Mm -hmm. energy. I mean, these are things that that people say a lot, but I want to know what your definition of spirituality is.
0: Yeah, well, one thing I want to say is that you can still be religious and spiritual. Um, I guess growing up, I didn't know you could be both. And, you know, I always thought of myself as religious, which I am. I'm Catholic. But um, spirituality really came into my life uh, this past summer. I did co-living. So I, I lived with, um, it, it housed up to around 70 people, I believe. And the people I was living with in Los Angeles, they were all spiritual and I'm someone who...
1: Well, how do you know that they're spiritual? Do they say, hi, I'm Joe, I'm spiritual?
0: <laughs> no, just, well, <laughs> there were, I mean, strangers. I was living with strangers. And, and some of them had the tarot cards out. And, you know, it's it's formed conversations. So you it's know. things
1: like tarot cards. Yeah,
0: crystals. Um, We had a meditation yoga room. Okay,
1: okay. So, the, um, so spirituality, so far, yeah. your definition is um, exploring... Things that keep you in touch with another dimension?
0: Another dimension, but I think it's getting to know yourself better, okay. your soul, the higher power. Mm-hmm. I think it's all about bettering you. You know, and and I didn't and I think these things can happen through meditation, breath work, and it can be difficult sometimes. You know, I've done breath work where I thought I was gonna pass out many mm. times and my body gets really hot and I'm just breathing. You know, and I and I sometimes I can't go through the whole thing, and it's it's incredible what what that can do. But um, yeah, I think spirituality is just really getting to know yourself better, who you are. Um, and astrology, you know, is a part of spirituality and, and connecting with the moon. It can shine light on your emotions, which is really really important too. Because as humans, we have a lot in our subconscious, a lot built up inside of us. So I think the more and, and I'm a beginner, really, I've, I've really just started my spiritual path. But the more we can unblock, the happier we're going to be.
1: I, I remember you you had some water outside. It was the new moon, I think,
0: um, f- full moon. Yeah. So during a full moon, I yeah, I put water. Outside. And what does that do? Well, apparently it charges the water because apparently we're 80 percent water And so you can really see just like how the moon affects the tides. It it really affects us as well. So I guess putting water out there, it's supposed to charge it. And then when you drink it, you're supposed to feel um, very recharged, I guess. Or you can bathe with it or, you know, um, pour it on yourself in the shower as well.
1: Do you feel like you've improved or become more self-aware as a result of this newfound interest in spirituality
0: totally i i trust more you know i'm i'm i trust myself and i know if i have a gut feeling it's right you know and and, and things come to me i've become way more psychic
1: yeah you've i have to admit
0: weird things have been happening you know
1: yeah well okay so so for for you listeners i don't disbelieve any of things that you subscribe to Mm -hmm. in fact I I take great pleasure in learning about a lot of the things that that you talk about because although I'm aware of some of them the specificity with which you refer to these things is is really interesting to me Um, and I have to admit that the first couple of times you said uh, or made reference to a coincidence whatever it was Mm -hmm. um, I thought to myself that's that's a coincidence. Yeah. But 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 there have been so mm-hmm. many times that you have said, you know, I thought about this and I haven't thought about this person in fifteen years and I thought about her and five minutes later she's walking yeah. in front of me. Yeah. And that's it, crazy.
0: It freaked me out. Um in the park the other day I was thinking about a person and, and yeah, five minutes later I saw that person. Someone I, you know, went to middle school with. Um so yeah my my psychic ability is and I believe we're all psychic. I just think we have these walls up and if we're not becoming spiritually aware, I mean the universe wants us to be happy and and wants us to be in our most, you know, authentic selves, you know, but if we're not allowing it to, you're not going to see anything. So I think breaking down those walls and and trusting, you know, cuz I I voiced it to the universe. I said show me signs like I want to see it I want to see if we're working together and ever since I voiced that or ever since you know I write things down it's it's proving and I I believe we are co-creators
1: what do you think makes you different from everybody else in the whole world
0: I I know that there are other people who are like me in sense in the sense that they're very driven um I, I love I love work. it's It's something that gets me going. I, I love to create. so I know there's other people out there, so I, I don't know really how different I am in in that sense. Um, I know that I'm a genuine person that you know, whoever i I talk to, I, I genuinely want to learn. and that's why I'm using po- this podcast as an as an opportunity. To learn, um, so I, I really care and I, I want to better myself. So I don't I don't know how different I am from other people because I, I do believe other people out there you know have that um, interest as well.
1: Okay, so let's let's go a step deeper. What makes you different? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people with the attributes that you just described. I agree with that. Yeah. But what makes you different? What makes Kate Connick different than everybody else in the world?
0: I feel like you have that answer. <laughs> oh, I have.
1: I could go on for an hour. Because
0: I, I don't, I don't know. I know I'm different. I know, for sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm awkward in some ways, and um, I have ten different types of laughs that you know, you guys make fun of. Um, I. You know what I think it is? Well, I have no idea.
1: I think, it's the way you look at the world mm. you've always looked at the world from a completely different angle with different colored lenses in your glasses not always rose colored glasses but you show the people that come in contact with you that there are other ways to do things you 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 don't sort of, you know, go to the obvious. Mm-hmm. You 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 always, and, and it's not that you're trying to be different or that you're trying to come up with a perspective that nobody else has, you just have it. And that's also not to say that you don't see things from other people's perspective, because I do think what makes it interesting is that you you share a lot of the same views as a lot of the people who know and love you but you also have a way of seeing situations I, I'll try to it's 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 hard to articulate this but like since you were little when when the answer to a question was no you mm-hmm. found a way to make it a yes and I'm not talking about <laughs> I'm not talking about you know do your homework Kate
0: yeah. I'm
1: not talking about that I'm talking about many times in in our lives as a family there's been a situation where the answer was you know the family's not going to be able to do that and and you thought you know no th- there is a way I, mm-hmm. I'm referring for th- the times I know exactly the Saints uh, you mm-hmm. know we're in the in the Super Bowl long long story short there was an opportunity for us to go uh, my office was given Tickets and you know plane tickets and hotels and it was it it was great because I, I I wanted to go if the Saints went to the Super Bowl I wanted to take us all and that meant this was all taken care of and we got to go well it turned out to be a big scam and at the last minute I had to tell the family we can't go so what did you do let's see this was two thousand and nine so that's eleven years ago so you were what ten eleven yeah and
0: <laughs> you know me in math.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you called, you wrote, you wrote, this is this is a crazy story, the person who scammed us made us think that they worked for Tom Benson, the the former owner, the late Tom Benson who used to own the Saints. They made me think that they worked for the Saints and the Saints were going to take care of the whole thing. Turned out to be a big scam. You wrote Tom Benson a letter and said, how dare you treat my dad like this? Um because you didn't realize, nor did I realize that it was a scam. We th- we thought that the Bensons kind of turned their back on us, mm-hmm. and I didn't know any of this was going on. And
0: how did I get his email? I, I don't know
1: how you got it. Maybe may, you might have called because I, I'm I'm close with them, and yeah, maybe you looked on my phone. Maybe you, you had
0: no idea. I did. I had
1: no idea. Next thing I know, I get a call from Tom Benson saying. Harry, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but, you know, he apologized. Yeah. And I thought, wait a minute, what's going on? It, t- it took both wow. of us to kind of figure out mm-hmm. that this was a big scam. Anyway, because of you, Mr. Benson was aware that we had no way to go to the game, and he ended up getting us tickets to the game. So, so it's – but it, there's, a, there's a host of situations like that where you immediately start problem-solving in a way that most people don't. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, okay, Kate, by the way, as I talk about you, it's becoming easier to articulate. If I could rewind the tape, I would say, you, you are a problem solver in an unorthodox way. Whether that problem is, I'm a fashion designer, but I didn't go to FIT, I'm a podcast host, but I don't have any broadcast experience, you make things happen you take nothing and turn it into something if if you were locked in a room with you know a couple of pencils and paper and whatever you you would come out of there in an hour with (laughs) something yeah and 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 that's an incredible gift
0: that's unbelievable hearing that um, from you especially because you're the one who taught me to give yourself something to edit, you know, I think a lot of people... Explain which,
1: what that means. Yeah,
0: I think a lot of people um, are afraid to start something because they don't know how other people are going to respond to it. They don't know if they're capable or talented enough. But, you know, what you've taught me is by giving yourself something to edit, so whether that, you know, be a a book you're writing, you, you're saying you saying you've always wanted to write a book, well... If you don't write the book, you're not going to have something to work with and to to edit. It's better to actually create something and give yourself something to edit than to always say, you know, and then and then years go by and and you still have that dream, but maybe you can't do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's so important. And, and, and every one of us has that something, whether it's knitting or painting or accounting or mm-hmm. something. If you're looking at a blank canvas and you say, I want to paint a painting one day, well right. you, you can't improve or get to where you want to go unless you start painting something. And, yeah. and, and that and it could
0: lead to something else. Yeah, too. Something
1: completely unrelated. Like let's
0: say the painting isn't what you expected, but it made you think of a different kind of medium and if you had not started that that path or you know had taken, you know, one Stroke of a paintbrush, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know, you know, you wouldn't know where the next thing would lead.
1: Yeah, I agree, and 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 you you've always, you know, broken through any kind of barriers of like creative slumps or. You know, we all have ups and downs. I'm not talking about that, but you you've you've worked f- consistently through. All, all kinds of different emotions, you know. You keep you keep the engine running, and I just think that's great. And I mean, this is an interview technically, but mm-hmm. I also think it's good for your listeners to know kind of what makes you tick. Because one of the things I hear most about you is, "Man, Katie's amazing. Katie's amazing. <laughs> Katie's amazing." And I mean, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I think the reason people say that is because you're fearless. You're you're absolutely fearless. Like I you, definitely
0: agree with that. That. That's very true. i
1: you're not afraid to fall down, yeah, you know, and and what's interesting about you is if and when you fall down, when you're down, you notice things that other people don't notice when they're down. Mm-hmm. like you 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 might literally skin your knee when you're a kid and end up s- seeing a pattern uh, on your knee where your skin got scraped and <laughs> and add that to some clothing or something. I mean, yeah. you see you don't you don't look at the world the way most people look at it, and I think that's what makes me want to be around you. I mean, you're my kid, and I love being around you. But I love being around you because I know that I'm going to learn something. I know that I'm going to see something. You're, you're extremely challenging to me. F- for the folks listening, this woman has challenged me since you were little. Like, it, you know, if, if if I said, you know, Kate, don't use a bad word or something, and then I was in a conversation and, <laughs> you know, with some of my guys in my band. You know, you'd say, Hey, I thought you said not to, to use that word. And you can't just laugh it off with you, like, oh, you know, do as I do, don't do as I You're like, no, you know, you said not to do that. Or the time, I think it was 2010, 2011, where I was gonna play a, my character on Broadway was a smoker, and I was smoking during the rehearsals just to see if I wanted to smoke. They would be fake cigarettes, but I was smoking real cigarettes, just to kind of see if I wanted to do it on stage. And I came home, you said, Dad, you smell like a cigarette. And you were, again, it's 2011, so you were 13. At my peak. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, yeah, I I smoked a cigarette. And you looked at me. I'll never forget it. You said, if you ever smoke a cigarette again, we're going to have some serious problems. And you didn't give me an ultimatum like, I'm never going to talk to you again. Mm -hmm. You just said, you know, we're going to have problems. I have not had a cigarette since.
0: That's incredible. And I will
1: go to my grave without smoking a cigarette. Promise.
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) You know, but that's what you, you know, that's, people like taking comfort in someone who has confidence at the wheel. You're you're steering the ship. You may not have been to that destination before, but you have a firm grip on the wheel. Mm -hmm. And people like that, whether they're listening to you in a podcast or whether they're wearing the Billy sweatshirt, whatever it is. So it's it's good. It's a weird interview because I'm talking about you. <laughs> but I, I think it's important that, that your listeners hear this stuff.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's really important people know who they're connecting with, given the name Connect With Kate. And, um, yeah, that's really, really important to me. And I appreciate you so much for, for saying these things and, you know, for opening up my eyes as well because it is difficult as, you know, a young female entrepreneur and as someone who's spent a lot of time in school i was at Furman. i'm now at nyu and really trying to navigate what i want to do and i think that's an important
1: is that scary
0: yeah and like I think being
1: in a place where you're not sure what that is
0: totally and i think what helps me is you reminding me it's about who i am and really incorporating that and staying true to who i am as you know cliche as that that sounds um
1: well it's cliche for a reason
0: right I like cliches, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, they can be very they're helpful. True. Yeah,
0: they can be true. So, yeah, I mean, it's it is really difficult, you know, but what matters is that hopefully I'm helping someone. I think that I'm very blessed that I have such creative, knowledgeable, insightful leaders in my life, um, given, you know, you and mom raised me to. or or just having you guys as my parents, really, and and getting to talk to the people in your circle, you know, celebrities aside, whoever that might be, you guys are, you're such genuine people. And so that when I, you know, I have a good, I I guess, um, radar, I guess. I'm good at detecting. I I feel like I'm really good at picking up on people's personalities and who they are right away. And so, you know, I know who I am and staying true true to you know what makes me unique and that's why this this podcast episode is really special because I think it's really you know that's what it what it comes down to no matter what medium you end up going into as long as you are being authentic and true to who you are it's what's important
1: all I can say is the only problem I have with talking to you is that there's just not enough time (laughs) because it's impossible we've been going for 38 minutes yeah and you know, this could be a 10-part series where Mm -hmm. I just, you know, throw questions your way. Um, And I just hope we get to do it again because there's a reason you call it Connect with Kate. I think you have a gift of connecting with people. Sometimes people who may not be as enthusiastic about talking about themselves as you are, Um, but you're you're an enthusiastic listener and and people like that. You make people feel very comfortable and I watch it with, with me with your mom with your sisters you know you're a great listener you listen to what they say you process it and you're just a great conversationalist so uh you know I look forward to a lot more of these connect with Kate episodes and you know maybe one of these days we can do this again
0: definitely thank you so much for your incredible questions best interview (laughs) by far oh my god well well, I don't know about that blown away by you so thank you thank you so much
1: I love you Kate
0: love you too